Give me 30 seconds and I'd get the fuck out of here. Are you lost? Pete, just fuck I got an idea. What's the major? Get all those juicy details, mate. Once you've taken a few punches and realize you're not made of glass, you don't feel alive unless you're pushing yourself as far as you can go. Not when you were us. You stand your ground and fight. Welcome to Cocktail Cinema, folks. GSE. I am your first favorite bartender, your third favorite author, and the biggest fan of Elijah Wood you will meet, <laughs> Josh true. Price. I am here, as always, with Bossman. The denial of Elijah Wood's <laughs> existence. <laughs> Hello. And Shasti. What's good? Pleasure to be here. Yep, All yep. right. Welcome to the show where we talk about drinks and drink movies. Hmm. Right? Right. right. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. 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 Today's movie is going to be Green Street Hooligans, and in honor of that film, not film, movie, <laughs> I'll give it to you there, in honor of this, this motion picture, we are drinking the GSE Smash. It is a variation of a whiskey smash. We're starting out with an ounce of Jameson. You can also uh, sub out for Dewar's if you want to be a little bit more authentic. Yeah. An ounce of Jim Beam, or really any bourbon, just so we have that across the pond action. Mm-hmm. Three ounces of sour mix, about an ounce of simple syrup, and muddle a lime wedge, or a lemon wedge, pardon me, and some mint leaves at the bottom. Currently, mint is out of season, mm. so fuck mint, apparently. It's like but we got 10. everything else today. <laughs> Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. I will admit. Smack. I made this, uh, this sour mix on the fly. It's not necessarily my greatest move, but it's good. It's not it's bad. bad. It's, it's not bad. A little maple syrup in there. Yeah, mm. yeah. It tastes so, like pancakes. So baby. if you're gonna make, if you're gonna make your own, like maple actually plays really well with lemon. So if you're gonna, if you're gonna use maple flavors in a, in a sour mix, yeah. stay away from limes and stick with just. It kind just of extends lemon. the flavors of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 The dry, it's that. Well, and 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 Sticks with even it. though you can't feel it, like maple syrup, is, oh, it remains viscous even when you when yeah, you boil it down. Right. So it just kind of floats along your, your tongue. Mm. That said, it's now that that's floated time. along my tongue, what's gonna float <laughs> off my tongue is the background. <laughs> right. So this movie came out in 2005, and it was directed by Lexi Alexander. Uh, her other notable work was The Punisher War Zone. For you fans of I don't know, Sex in the City. You'll recognize <laughs> Mr. Big. Mr. Big. <laughs> um, so Lexi's yeah. a fighter. Yeah, she she does uh, some mm, fighting movies, cool. some rough movies. Yeah. Um, there was no budget given that I could find online. Uh, didn't do Nothing too great. Well. You guys, you guys want to see? You want to take take yeah. a guess Greg, how, go, how well you it go did? First. Box office. You go first. It's uh, strange. Box yeah. office. Uh, I think I'll go twelve mil. Twelve. I'm gonna go okay. twelve mil and one dollar. You turn. All right, because I'm gonna win this, right? right. <laughs> what? what? Just the one dollar over. This movie did four point three million dollars. Four point three. Four point three. Wow. This movie bombed. Like did a it even come out in America? I think it only came out. Of America. Oh wow! And because because when it was released in the UK, it came out as uh, Green Street. Because Hooligans is a different movie with uh, Sean Bean. Also about soccer. Stop calling it soccer. Yeah, yeah. Also about <laughs> yeah. American soccer. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> I guess you're right. Association there. football. All right. Um, so Jeez. they, yeah, when it, when it released, 
Yeah, four mil. I mean, I noticed they, they kind of filmed everything in the sticks and like they had a schoolyard, but geez, still, yeah, this, these aren't very big name actors. This but. well, and I I think that's one of the reasons like this became like a TNT special, mm. um, is it didn't do too great, so the rights to it were probably and relatively it sucks low. on TNT. You have to watch it like yeah, real. yeah. There's this is not a kids movie <laughs> at all. It may be about soccer. It's not for soccer players. <laughs> It's for drunks. drunks. Um, So, you may be wondering why I mentioned Elijah Wood early up. Greg, (laughs) you want to talk about cast? Yeah, yeah, we'll get into it. Um, I will start him second. Uh, Charlie Hunnam (laughs) (laughs) is Pete Dunham. He's main character. Uh, Story follows him the whole way through. Mm -hmm. Elijah Wood is uh, kind of a additive to this movie. Um, He's the American-born brother of the sister... Mm -hmm. Blah 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 blah. Gets his ass whooped. <laughs> Ross McCall as Dave. Claire Forlani as Shannon Dunham. Um, Leo Gregory as Bover. Mark Warren as Steve Dunham or the Major. Major. Uh, Rafi Spall as Swill and Jeff Ball. Jeff Bell as Tommy Hatcher. Tommy Hatcher. I mean, there's yeah. some more in there, but those are the big players. That's that's pretty much everybody. Yeah. You know, that's that's the main the main cast there. Um, yo. I'm going to do this uh, very intense, very intense speed summary. Frodo Baggins was (laughs) kicked out of Harvard for (laughs) allegedly selling cocaine. And when he goes to England, he meets up with Jax Teller and they go to a soccer game (laughs) and they beat up a lot of people and then they get beat up by a lot of people. And then Frodo Baggins gains some perspective and goes back to the United States and is never heard from again. Mm. The end. There's a couple other people who never heard from again. Too. <laughs> I guess it's a lot of sh- no, a lot shorter than yeah. Frodo Baggins is used to. <laughs> well, he's. I mean, he didn't. He, he took a plane in this one. He walked around yeah. in the other one. Well, we know so. about him walking. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. So like, a, Frodo was, on a plane just sounds. Frodo like a great selling. Movie. Coke. That was a good speed review. You can't, right? <laughs> it was for sure. <laughs> But Frodo's selling coke. Come on, you could look take one look at Elijah Wood and be like, uh, even if he was selling coke, I'm gonna take it from him. <laughs> <laughs> I like Elijah. Yeah, like the cop, the, even, even when the dudes ran him out, like the cops want to believe I'll that. Be like, All right, dude. Yeah, whatever, bro. Are you sure this is real, Elijah? <laughs> Frodo. Right. So he takes the hit from his 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 roommate. Yeah. So the, so the the inciting incident, if we want to use film terms here, is uh, his roommate. Uh, sells coke they know it's coming out of their dorm room and the way he you know kind of dodges the dodges the charges is uh he hides his stash in frodo's stuff and <laughs> all right i'll frodo. call him matt i'll call him matt he, find, he hides his, his his stash in matt's matt's stuff matt and he, t- he talks he talks <laughs> him into uh or he bribes him really with ten thousand dollars into taking the fall and he decides to take that ten thousand dollars and yeah. Well, a bribe is usually you set it up beforehand. Like you just straight rat him out <laughs> and left, yeah, right. left ten grand on the table. Yeah. Which I mean, to start the movie off, they're giving him that like yeah. the noble credit. Like he didn't take it at first. Yeah. And yeah. then the guy turns his back and he. Yeah. He, he gets. Oh, now I got what's coming to me. I'm going to England. Kinda well, has, he kind of has that vibe. From he kind of gets too. both. He gets the ten grand and he gets back into Harvard eventually. Yeah. 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 So he's he's got the only happy ending. And I will tell you, go, like, if someone's been to UK, it's like your ten grand is seven grand, yeah, at yeah, best, yeah, yeah. and like the cost of living's higher. Well, you got to think he—that's what he used to get 
plane tickets. Well, you, they make it seem like that's what he survived on, for, right? For like yeah. two months in the movie, yeah, because he like moved out of his sister's house right yeah. away. Yeah, she wasn't happy. They, they did the draw. They did you know weeks of of mm. matches. Yeah, and they're not making any money. Furman and yeah. right. beating people yeah. up. They, they said they all got day jobs. You know, the yeah. guy's a fucking teacher. Jax is a teacher, for God's sakes, you know? Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny, too. It, it fits. <laughs> it fits the character. Yeah. It fits yeah. the character. I thought Jax was awesome. Yeah, I, it's like I think one of the high points of this movie. I mean, actually, scratch that. The opening fight scene when Elijah gets blasted with the right fucking straight. <laughs> that's a good one, too. The, the, the fight scenes were, they stuck out. That, I mean, mm-hmm. I, it came out in 2005. I think I was graduating high school that mm-hmm. year. <clears throat> I've only seen this once or twice, and I remember loving it. You know, like yeah. those scenes were epic. Like, you know, just just that there was a big feel to it. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, you know, just kind of scratching the surface of firms being firms, and mm-hmm. that's a real thing from the people yeah. that I talked to, like my, uh, some of the people that I've known from Europe and mm-hmm. and other and other. Well, Simon countries. talked about it a little bit in his podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's OG though. Like that's not yeah. in in as big he's, of an issue as they portray hatchers. in the movie. He's, he's like even generation. in two thousand five, fifteen years ago. Like mm-hmm. even at that time, it that wasn't an issue in that sense. Right. For mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably over a decade prior. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. Yeah, it's something that definitely phased out and and became a, a smaller thing. But it's worth talking about and yeah. then doing a movie about mm-hmm. it, especially in that time. I had a boss that was from Hungary, and I'm like I'm Romanian, so he always gave me shit. I, forgive me for saying the G word, but he would always call me a gypsy. Just for being from like I'm Romanian descent, and uh, he would show me videos like they were you know their neighbor neighboring countries like mm-hmm. they would burn each other's small little stadiums to the ground you know yeah. I mean it the shit's real I mean mm-hmm. and there's a, there's pre- there's pre- premise pre- precedence behind Precedent, this movie yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought that was interesting yeah it's I wouldn't consider this like a historically accurate <laughs> no film, no no but the the concepts behind it are definitely there. And like you're, you're also coming. Like, I know this is the middle of the aughts, but this is coming out of the '90s, which were a very tumultuous time for the entire UK. You know, so these guys, where like the time of the major would have been, you know, what do you say? He got out seven years before, something, something like, that. like that. Yeah. So that's kind of fell off. Yeah, that's the late '90s, um, and those are the days that Pete would have grown up. You know, watching the GSE. Mm. You know. Yeah. Reign supreme, and this is his brother, and it seems like mm-hmm. it's almost a secret to everyone else that it is his brother. Otherwise, he'd be kind of. I think the only person who doesn't know is his wife. Is well, no, she knows because that's yeah. she's the reason he got out. True, yeah, yeah. But the only person who doesn't know about you know the story of the major and all that is Matt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, and part of that is the two people who would have told him know that there's journalism in his family and journalism's like a, a, a taboo thing Fucking for them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like they don't tell him out of just instinct and everybody else doesn't tell him because I mean they don't need to. Yeah. Need to know base. Yeah. I just thought that like, Tommy he's still Hatcher the would yank. be so pissed because like you know the major killed his son and, and... Fuck Tommy Hatcher. <laughs> I'm just saying I, I would think that he's he'd be coming out wanker. for <laughs> I think they'd be coming out for blood even uh, even after that. Well, you know? first of all, uh, the Tommy Hatcher might be the most despicable villain I've I've seen in a while because he's blaming specifically just the major mm-hmm. for his son's death mm-hmm. when clearly in the flashback he mm-hmm. had nothing to do with Quite it other clear. than he was at the fight. Yeah. Like you brought your 12-year-old child 
to a man's yeah. fight where you know that regularly mm. bottles get broken and used to stab mm. people. And that was like, if I, what I'm saying, like 10 mm-hmm. years ago is much more of an issue than yeah. it was when the movie came out. Like those flashbacks, it's mm. like, that's when you don't bring your 12 year old right. son. Exactly. Like, right. If you see guys with shitty hair fighting in the say, subway, the major's don't awesome bring your mullet. Child. Like, oh my yeah. God. He looks His stringy good. hair. God, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but all right. So yeah, Tommy Hatcher can suck my balls. Um, <laughs> Because he's he holds this grudge in in ways that are really hard to comprehend. Yeah, I thought so like too. even as a father, he moved fast at that point. Yeah, he's just he's. It's not even that he holds a grudge; it's that he's just a hateful person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it reminds me so much. Like this whole movie reminds me of The Outsiders, but especially Tommy Hatcher. <laughs> okay. So, Tommy Tommy's gang reminds me a lot of the gang that joined the Outsiders for the big fight, where it's like, yeah, they, they had to set these rules where it's like. Fists only because mm-hmm. this other gang usually fought with, mm-hmm. you know, knuckle busters and chains. Yeah, yeah. And that's Tommy's gang. Whereas the GSE, they're just down for a rumble. Yep. You know, like nobody dies in a regular rumble. Like growing up, we used to have fucking street fights where yeah. it'd be like four guys, six guys on each side. Well, they made a point at at least one time in the movie, like you don't hit a man when he's on the deck, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's when yeah, it's when Matt's on the ground. And, and they're yeah, they're accusing him of being a journalist. Yeah. yeah. So like even when he's the bad guy, even when in he's their the eyes. journal. Yeah. yeah. Well, even before that, he was even just being American. He was a bad guy. Like, yeah. There was a big thing with Bolver. That guy. Mm-hmm. He was like, get this fucking. Guy we don't like outside. You know, it's, we don't need that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And he ended up ends up turning the script on the whole thing. Even before mm-hmm. he was even giving out information, he was already meeting with Tommy Hatcher. Mm-hmm. And it was I thought that was kind of weird. It kind of went unexplained why it's. He said something about him being a brother. I don't know if it was no, a he, so he had family out that way, but it looked from the way it's it's cut and shot that he was just out for a drive. Yeah, and, and like he stops at like the the big uh, Millwood. Well, he's in there. I mean, well, it's just, not a big. Yeah, it was like a diner country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's 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 he not went like here. Across a bridge and he and he, and <laughs> yeah. he, and he, he decided got some mince steak and eggs, some mince meat and gravy. Exactly, yeah. and it happened. Yeah, that's just I the way. It's it's not like here where like we have. That wasn't uh, like going to their like their even the bar. even the, but, even the closest. But it kind of was like Tommy Edgers, Like they walked in. Like what are you doing here? Why, it's yeah. not their bar. It's just a diner. Yeah, it wasn't even a bar. It wasn't yeah, like their. Ch- it was. It was like that was a date spot. Yeah, if you look at the I rest suppose. of the people there, like Tommy Hatcher just walked in because he felt like stirring shit up, yeah. and fucking Bover happened to be there. Mm. I'm not. I'm not trying to stand up for this movie's progression because that could have <laughs> been set up a little better. Yeah. But I mean, Lexi Alexander kind of kind of gives off uh, a little bit of a. A different vibe, yeah. you know. Like there's, there's, she's got a very specific style, and it's you can tell which directors she's a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but she, she, as good as she is, like I do enjoy those two movies, you know, the Green Street and Punisher Warzone. Yeah. But they're not great movies by yeah. any standard. You know, watching this movie, it kind of called back like, oh, five. So there's a you know mm-hmm. younger Leonardo DiCaprio. So when I was watching this, like I saw a lot of the beach in this movie. Um, okay. The beach smashed together with a little bit of Guy Ritchie, and I, that's kind Lots of lots of Guy Ritchie. Yeah, I, I got that feel right off the bat. Um, just, just the, the shots, the shoot, just you know, the overall panning, the mm-hmm. the fast movement. You know, I mean, well, even yeah, and and, and it was it was kind of a cerebral movie as well because it's all about jacks. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Pete. You no, know, you're not uh, wrong. You're not wrong. So this is like you know, this is this is a film student. Mm. Uh, okay. Just because yeah. of the way that she she directs, because first of all, yes, Pete is the primary character, but Pete is useless in the story without what we would call the avatar, 
which is Matt's character, Elijah Wood. Mm. Elijah Wood is the character that the audience can step into. And this is what Elijah Wood does best. He is the everyman who winds up in ridiculous situations. He does it as Frodo. He does it here as Matt. He does it in uh, uh, Dirk Gently, I think, as another character named Matt. (laughs) Um, And he does it in uh, Wilfred. He's just this normal guy who winds up in ridiculous situations. He's never the main character. Hmm. But he's always there. Like, or, or I think he's an Eternal Sunshine is the same yeah. kind of guy. Always That's the what bride's he does best. Made, never the bride. Right. And he, he does a really good <laughs> job of it. Best, he does a really good job yeah, of it. Yeah, I mean, I just don't. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong on his talent as an actor. You know, he just, to me, like you said, he always kind of plays mm-hmm. the same role or the same. Well, I mean, it, it, Orlando Bloom has a similar problem. So Orlando Bloom, like you look at Orlando Except Bloom's Elijah character. Elijah Wood's in, ugly. You take that back right now, sir. <laughs> That's harsh, bro. Elijah Wood is better looking than me. Do you think he's not oh, he's ugly than I'm Josh, ugly? Josh, Josh, have another whiskey smash. All, right. <laughs> All my office fans, you got the reference. There you got it. <laughs> I just nah. never, I just never see them as a dynamic duo. Jackson Elijah. I know that he was look kind of forced upon. Look at those look, at, look how they're looking at each other. Like I, I, Elijah Wood just looks like a guy I want to hang out with. I keep going back to it. I'm saying Jackson. So I can't get away. I, anytime I see that he's in something, I immediately have to see it. Okay. I am still upset that Dirk Gently got canceled. And that was three years ago. <laughs> Dirk so Gently. It's great. It's great. We'll talk about it off mic. Okay. Because it's weird. But anyway. Um, BBC show, ironically. Um <laughs> So, yeah, so we've got the Avatar in the story, going back to the filmmaking and, and Lexi being a, a film student, um, like we're on a first name basis. You know, Lexi. <laughs> What's up, Lexi? We go way back. Go all the way back to 2005. So she's also got, uh, going back to that Guy Ritchie look, she, she films her, her action scenes very specifically. Like mm-hmm. her cinematographer knows what she's looking for. So there's very little um, shakiness. There's a lot of steady cam shots, even in the fights. Mm-hmm. So when when the fights are happening, the camera is steady and everything on the screen is moving. Whereas if you compare that to like Jason Bourne, everything's fucking shaking yeah. all the time. And this gives a little bit of it calms the audience. So like in Jason Bourne, your heart's supposed to be bump, yeah. uh, pumping. Like, are we going to get out of this? In this movie, it's like. No matter what happens on the screen, mm. we're gonna be fine. It's funny you say that because at the the final the final shot the final fight is when I mm-hmm. noticed it kind of loosening up on the camera shake because yeah. you know because you wanted you that heart pumping yeah. so, you know yeah. that's what that's used for yeah. is is to give you make you uneasy. Mm-hmm. So the movie, even though we we are told the story through Elijah's words, we see everything through Pete's eyes. We see everything through Charlie Hunnam's eyes. Like you've been That's why everything's before. steady. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter how crazy shit gets, he's always calm. Yeah. He's always ready to go. From family to yeah. street. So that's why everything's life. steady. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, the only time it gets shaky is when he's emotionally compromised mm-hmm. at the very end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bravo. Yeah, that's dope. Right. I mean, this is, uh, th- this is this is probably a good like <laughs> pilot for our this movie sucks series, which we will get in, we will we will start at some point. Um, but this is one of those movies. Like this movie is not great, but it's it's so enjoyable that it's worth watching. What makes it valuable is not necessarily uh, the script. Like it's it's just run of the mill. It's forgettable. I mean, this movie only did four million dollars in the box office, 
but it's worth watching. But that back and forth banter is pretty solid. Yeah. You know, it's like just like learning some of the slang. The and, yeah, Richie, you know, it's it's that kind of dialogue, back and forth conversation. It, yeah. There's yes. there's no Academy Award performances in this, but you've got good actors. You've got a villain that clearly evokes such an emotional response that everybody who watches him hates him. Yeah, and he's got you, that you're emotionally look. moved when when spoilers. Pete's character is beaten to death, mm-hmm. and you have that bittersweet moment at the end during the the closing monologue, where Matt is talking about how. Uh, I, mean, I guess it's not technically the closing scene, but the closing monologue. It, it's, it's talking about how, you know, Pete's life taught him stand your ground. Yeah. Pete's death taught him there's a time to walk away. Mm-hmm. You know, the, there's an emotional, uh, bittersweet feeling to that where it's like, it, it, yeah, I'm glad you got out. I'm glad you had this experience. I'm glad that you're getting your life on track. But at the same time, I kind of wish you could have been frozen in that moment. You know, the, the moment right before the fight where you're like, like when they, they take the, the train into the, into the, the other, uh, team's territory. Like that's the moment that you wish you could freeze and just go back to and Groundhog's Day over and over again, because that's the glory moment. But, and even prior to that final scene, um, what brings him to that point is that, uh, you know, uh, Hatcher stabs major in the throat. Mm-hmm. You know, and he mm-hmm. says, if you die here, things are done. Which uh, clearly wasn't true. Yeah, but he didn't die. Well, Hatcher didn't know that. That's true. But I thought that was a big one, too. I mean, that was crazy how they just bum-rushed that whole bar. You know, mm-hmm. and the only reason why he was still there was to, to warn his brother. Yeah. And then he got called back for being the major because he's so well-respected. Mm-hmm. For I, They don't really tell you why. It seems he's respected for this kid's death, which obviously he wants no, no part it's, of. No, it's very he's clear giant. When, when he was leading... When he was leading the firm, they're they, the strongest they've ever. Yeah, they were they yeah. were strong because he was crazy, mm-hmm. but he was also a good leader. Mm-hmm. So like that's why like the bartender, the bartender clearly got out when the major got out. He's mm-hmm. like, I will only follow one man. Yeah, it's like uh, you know yeah. Michael Jackson or no, Michael Jackson, Jesus Christ, Michael Jordan <laughs> retiring when <laughs> Phil Jackson retired. There you go. Because like I, I'll only play for one coach, and that mm-hmm. turned out to be a lie. But <laughs> in this case, it's true. I'll only fight for one man. Mm-hmm. And you know when the major goes into the hospital, who stands by his by his bed? Mm-hmm. The bartender, you know, his right hand man. Yeah, because his wife said, you know, she's leaving because she's already had. She had, they were they had this agreement where if he gets that back into it, I know that fucking sucks so, so much. Bad. He's got to. He loses his wife, his son, and his brother. His brother, and at the finally at the end, he's like trying to take off all his rip tubes out the and IV. Like, oh my god, that guy got hit hard for his. It's like that. He tried to do the, the right thing. The, 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 you know, the, life, uh, the sins of your past life kind of mm-hmm. thing. It's just rough, man. Yeah, I, I agree. That was kind of a gut, that's, gut wrencher. That's, that, I would put that on the same scale as burning down the caravan and Snatch. <laughs> right. That moment where he's pulling out his IV, he's just lost mm-hmm. his brother, he's never going to see his wife and son again. Mm-hmm. That moment. But at the same time, Hatcher over, had that man. look in his eyes. He was about to kill his son until Jack's, I'm sorry, Pete. Yeah. Said, get my brother's family mm-hmm. out of here. And he knew what was going on. He, he, he started chirping at him about his son. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's your fault. Yep. Just to get mm-hmm. him to turn around After and he's, to kill he sacrificed him. He, told, he yeah. told him some words that he knew. Mm-hmm. This man what? came here to kill yeah. people over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. completely yep. diverted his attention mm-hmm. from his, yeah. his his sister-in-law who hates him. After he's got to be and, with the Billy his, Club. Yeah, his, his, his brother's arm, family was in the yeah. hospital. I mean, that's where, yeah. No, that's, as it, much of it that, that's like he redeems I himself say there. It, yeah. it might not be this extreme now, and 
just dropped one? I just, yeah, I just dropped it. Drop I just dropped it. it. Dropped the whole thing. <laughs> I'm going to say, this last, right. last ditch effort. He threw yeah. himself out there. Yeah. And that's kind of like his his role throughout the whole thing is being the leader. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, <laughs> and he sacrifices cool. himself there. And it's, it redeems everything that he, he did up to that point. I thought it was kind of cool, too, when that point ended, when he did get his face smashed in. It was like a king has fallen. Mm-hmm. The fight is done. Yeah, everybody yeah. kind of parted. Ways, everybody stopped. You know what I mean? It was, it was, it holds true in that old traditional kind of medieval. Yeah, kind the, of your your champions fight when it's over. Yeah, exactly. It's over. So it's, you know, I, I really, I do enjoy this movie. Obviously, it's not the best. I mean, I really put it up on a uh, pedestal when I was younger because mm-hmm. I was angsty and stuff, and I, you know, well, I'm still. Angsty. It was different. Yeah, no, <laughs> it was different, and I was like, you know, you get pumped up now, like looking at it critically, it's subpar but yeah. Yeah, it's still one of those movies that like, yeah. you get connected to you know I mean it's easily easily yeah. watchable you know? mm-hmm. very 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 yeah and it's, it's got it, I think it still has a lot to say despite not being a great film mm-hmm. like for those of you who have watched previous episodes like it is very it has been very hard for me to get to this point of separating how I feel about a movie with how I critically look at a film <laughs> yeah go back and watch Doomsday or go back and listen to Doomsday yeah Doomsday um <laughs> but here, it's it's very clear to me that I love this movie for reasons that are not about film. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's there's elements of yeah. good filmmaking yeah. here. Yeah. Very clearly, Lexi Alexander knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. She's just not elite. Mm-hmm. So if you give this same script to or Guy Ritchie, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is a this is a a step above film suddenly, mm. just because of the leadership, and that's nothing against her. I think I think it's it's incredibly admirable that I can get this film and associate it with Snatch and the mm-hmm. Outsiders because that says something about her ability to make a film. Even though this yeah. isn't great, it's like there's I can yeah. see what you're doing. And I don't know if she had any part in in the casting, but I thought the casting was really. Mm-hmm. I think that was good. That was a really good part of bringing the right people into this yeah. project. I yeah, thought they all worked well. Um, and I, who's more Yankee than Elijah Wood? <laughs> like that is the most American American. I always talk shit about like the <laughs> unbelievable roles, but like you need one in that sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm watching this movie texting you guys, like <laughs> like just keep it a diary, it serves a right for you. Yeah, 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 like, right, right. like he literally turns around, he's like, It's a fucking diary. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like Yep. Getting his ass beat, yeah. talking about his known. diary. I love known. I love the movie. I talk about like annual movies, ones that we cover for uh, yeah. critical purposes, other mm-hmm. ones we cover just for yeah, for just fun, for reasons. Gigs, yeah. And, you know, like this cult. is this is cool to come back around because this mm-hmm. is like one of my annual movies. You know, this is one yeah. I watched since since it came out yeah. when mm-hmm. I was eighteen. Right. You know what I mean? And not every movie has to be a, a, a cinematic masterpiece. Yes. You know I what agree. I mean? Yes. Not everyone's going to be a banger that we do. But this is still going to be one where, of course, yeah, you know, yeah. You watch you watch it once a year, every couple of years. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen it, yeah. go see this one and don't watch any of the... Of the <laughs> don't watch any yeah. of the sequels. The yeah. sequels are garbage. <laughs> uh, shit. So, well, that said, uh, do you guys have any uh, other notes on the movie? Not me. No, just like the fight scene that you touched on and the mm-hmm. camera work being steady until the end when it's getting emotionally charged. The mm-hmm. only other thing I have is the major, the original majors mm-hmm. flashback to Tommy Hatchett's son getting killed. Mm-hmm. Like we, 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 we spent so much time talking about how great some of these like shooting and action <laughs> scenes are. It was just, it was just the dream sequence. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it had that Harry Potter look. So like if, if you've seen uh, the early versions of, 
of them looking into someone's memories, like in, uh, I think it's Half Blood Prince, like it looks just like that. It's just a, it's it's got a filter on it yeah. and it's grainy around little the edges. Smoky, yeah, kind of like, smoky. At first, it kind of like okay, like she's dope. She can do much better, than, and she does throughout mm-hmm. the film. But with the emotional aspect that you're talking about, from it going from still yeah. shots to a little shaky to just like a blurry sequence that you're you're the mm-hmm. the, the old major's trying to get out of his head. Yeah, you know what I mean. It yeah. makes that that, it, that it shot makes or that scene would have yeah. been better shot straight. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Or I even agree. just knowing what you said, it kind of. Kind it was of, it was the time. Yeah. I mean, I think I think ha- Half Blood totally Prince came time, out yeah. around that time. Hmm. Um, this might have been a couple of years before yeah. it. Like, but still, that was the style. Yeah, you know. Absolutely. So you can't. It could have been done better, but it's understandable. I like the progression of those shots throughout the, mm-hmm. the action scenes as they intensify. I agree. Yeah, I like the progression of the movie. I yeah. mean, it moved. It, mm-hmm. There was not. There was really not a dull spot in this movie. The just, only yeah, where it would have been dull, they have Elijah Wood narrate and it brings it mm-hmm. back up. Like so there's that there's a transitional moment where he's leaving the bar after you know, after you've been introduced to all right, we're we're the GSE again. And he's walking away and he's he's talking about that, that he has that line where it's you realize you're not made of glass. That would have been a, a very boring transition otherwise, because mm-hmm. it's just him going to his sister's house. And yeah. they elevate it. By giving him just some vague, emotionally charged, mm-hmm. like fuck Diary yeah entries, yeah, some fuck <laughs> yeah. yeah dialogue. Yeah, like you don't even have to care about what's going on. Like every guy who's who's got adrenaline in his blood, is, is like fuck yeah, I'm not made of glass. I can take a punch. This guy's awesome. I want to hang out with Elijah Wood, except for Greg. Greg doesn't feel that way. No, I think I'll but, stick with Jax <laughs> or the major or the major's wife. Oh. <laughs> Scandalous. Scandalous. All right. But anyway. Yes. So any any further thoughts? Anything else? No. No, I like this movie. Sports that's and it. fighting. Sports, yeah. Uh, sports, yeah. Sports, that's, sports. that's really what it is. It's sports and fighting. Um, and let's be clear, the same kind of people that, are, that we're rooting for in this movie burned down Philly when they won a championship a few years <laughs> back. So... The real world equivalent is not necessarily the greatest person. Yeah, but Bulls' first three weren't weren't pretty. (laughs) They're never pretty. Tom Brady, look at that drunk fuck throwing the fifty thousand dollar Tiffany trophy from boat to boat. Hey, it's okay. That's a baller move. It's a motherfucking ocean, dude. (laughs) All right, so we have arrived at our final segment of the show. Our taco rating. Spoiled taco. (laughs) (laughs) Greg Greg likes to rate out of a thousand. Me and Shasta usually do it out of a hundred. So, Grego, what is your taco rating for Green Street Uh, Hooligans? Green Street, the GSE Elite. Mmm, the GSE. I gotta go low, man. Um, I I love this movie, Mm -hmm. but I gotta go low, like really low on this one. I'm going 69. 69? 69. No no hundredth, no thousand to that one. It's a straight 69. Um, just think it's a great movie to watch. Just yeah, not up there with the acclaimed. Totally know? fair. Totally Sorry. fair. Um, Jasty, what would you rate it? Um, how about you go first? <laughs> um, I'm I am like the same thing as Greg. So I am spot on with Greg. I'm giving it a 69. Yeah, um, lovely. This is this is not a film that I I can tell everybody to go see. Um, but for like-minded people. Absolutely, go, go go watch it. Um, it's hard to find since it's not yeah, very a very true. popular movie. You can find it on YouTube, and occasionally you can find a DVD copy. Yeah, we found it, it on YouTube for free and like yeah. good high def shit. Oh damn! 
Look at you that audience rating? score. Audience score is solid. Yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly what we're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Critically, it. it's not a good yeah. movie, but audiences love this kind of film. I mean, I, w- I would have said the like 71, mm-hmm. 69, 70, somewhere in there, same. Yeah. It's it's just one of those movies. Yeah. It's it's fun. I, it's still I, I we we've done movies that I rate eighty five to ninety and it's mm-hmm. probably not gonna watch it again unless it's like yeah. on you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah. like I'll still watch I still watch this movie yeah. like <laughs> right, seek right. it out you know I'm, I'm I have a down yeah. I've had it forever <laughs> I I plan on it is a, a mission now for me to find an actual like collector's edition of this, yeah, this yeah. DVD <laughs> right. like I need to find it now if any anybody listening or watching can put us on one right right. <laughs> Now, to those of you who are listening and watching, mm-hmm. I wrote a book. Oh. It's a young adult fantasy novel called Reaper. You can find it in hardcover, paperback, and ebook on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, anywhere online you buy your books. If you just look for Josh Price Reaper, it is the first thing that pops up on Amazon. That said, getting down to company business. If you are watching this on YouTube, go ahead and hit that like button, hit the subscribe, and hit the bell icon so that you can be notified every time we upload a new video. We upload new videos every Sunday, and we try to upload every Tuesday and occasionally on Thursdays as well. Um, Every Sunday is Cocktail Cinema Day, um, and then on Tuesdays we're going to be having Thesis Statement and Director's Cut. Now, Director's Cut, I'm going to throw it on over to Fozman let him explain what we got going on there. Well, it's pretty self-explanatory. We're going to be talking to directors. We're going to be ripping them to shreds and building them back up. Um, we'd love for you guys to pay attention and listen to what we have to say. Um, there's a lot of them out there, and we got a lot of voice to be heard, yeah. I suppose. A ton, of, a ton of good content, a little different format, a little quicker form. I mm-hmm. think yeah. it's going to yeah. It's gonna be yeah. fast. If moving. you like this, you're going to love you're gonna love Director's Cut. Agreed. Agreed. It's amazing. Now, if you do like this, you can also hop down on YouTube into the description where you'll find the link to our Patreon. Otherwise, it is patreon.com slash right or sippable opinions, depending on when you're watching this. Regardless, either link should send you to our Patreon page. And there, you'll if you sign up, you'll get exclusive access to some of our podcasts, early access to everything, and exclusive access to pilots of all of our new shows. With the exception of Director's Cut, we... We just kind of went forward with that one. But everything else you'll find there, you'll find uh, the mildly embarrassing pilot to thesis statement. Good <laughs> good episode. I was just still figuring things out. But um, you'll find uh, pilot episodes to some of our, our podcast shows. You'll find the pilot episode to uh, Fozcast, Greg's, uh, Greg's podcast. Just lots of good stuff there. Um, for those of you that do support us already, we see you, we hear you, we love you. We love you. And we'd like to say goodbye. Bubbles in the air, they fly.